Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. My name is Brenna Smith and today I am here chatting with our CEO, Jan Barker. So how are you doing today, Jan? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank you, Brenna. Awesome. So you might not know this about our CEO, but she loves researching all of the current trends and um, how they impact the girls that we serve. Um, she research, researches a lot of other things too, but that's one of the areas that Jan loves to learn more about so that we can do the best job that we can for the girls that we serve. So in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, Jan has done a lot of research um, about girls and what this has meant for them um, experiencing this in the, these critical developmental phases. So Jan, would you like to tell us about your research? I would. I, I've spent um, the last month looking and um, reading some of the latest research on the effect of the current virus, particularly on girls. Some of the research does talk about children in general and adolescents and teenagers. Um, so some of it's related to children, but most of it's related to girls in particular. And I think the important part of this and the magic of Girl Scouting is Many people think of COVID as um, a negative event. And I think in Girl Scouts, we think of this as an opportunity. So it clearly, the virus clearly has an effect on girls. And it's really important that we understand that if we know the effect of girls from the virus, that we can discover our important role in assisting girls in coping and thriving through the COVID outbreak. And that's really our job. So I thought if we could share with our volunteers and staff the particular effects from the latest research on girls from the virus, that that would help us know what we should be doing to help girls thrive. Yeah, so what are some of the biggest trends that have really emerged or things that stick out as being the most critical in your eyes? Well, girls, particularly adolescents and teens, they find their validation through friends and especially girlfriends. And isolation has caused extreme separation and it's distanced girls from that much needed social interaction. It's distanced them from one another. So this lack of social support and peer group validation is a major concern. You may have heard girls, if you have girls in your life, say, I miss my friends. That's um, really a huge point for girls because they are such, such social um, humans. So there are things I think, Brenna, that Girl Scouting can help with in a tremendous way to connect girls. It's important that our volunteers find out how to have Zoom meetings or um, how to have events where they can socially distance, maybe meet in a park. That's why Girl Scouting is so powerfully important right now because I think we can lift up girls' mental health. We can create a sense of normalcy 
that the girls might not find in another place. So I think our job is to help leaders really share not only their skills, but what's really important right now is that they just have a chance to see each other, talk to each other, engage with each other, and lift one another up is really important. And that's what Girl Scouting does. Absolutely. Um, and I know that we have lots of things in the works um, as far as supporting leaders and having these really vibrant and engaging virtual or socially distanced experiences. So I think that that's a great way um, that we're here to support volunteers and make sure that they know, you know, this is a, a first time thing for everybody and we're here to support. Yeah, my first Zoom meeting and my first Skype meeting was not exactly a comfortable situation, but we owe it to our girls to connect them. And we have a fabulous resource. In fact, it's one of my favorites on how a Girl Scout leader can host a Zoom meeting to get with um, her girls. In fact, I've had the honor of being on some of the girls' bridging ceremonies virtually, and that's been so fun to watch the girls have a virtual bridging ceremony and just be able to congratulate them. It's pretty, pretty wonderful. And it doesn't have to be, you know, as an adult, as an adult, I often think I make more it harder than it should be. And I think it's just getting those girls together. And if you fumble around, you know what, the girls can probably help you because they're better at most of the social interaction than we are. So Along with that sense of validation and lack of social support, I think another area that's really important that Girl Scouts can help bolster girls right now and the important role of volunteers to do that is there's this loss of a sense of structure and organization that can create confusion and worry for some girls, especially girls who are very orderly minded. And the, the other thing that's worrying girls is the loss of stimulation that's provided by that educational environment. So in addition to being without their friends, that educational environment helps girls' mental acuity and brain development. This void of learning and educational stimulation can also affect a girl's sense of confidence and belief in her mental ability. So if she thinks that she's missing out and that she's regressing educationally, that can cause her to have lack of confidence in her own mental being and um, really create a sense of fear of failing to learn or they feel this, I'm losing my intelligence. And then ultimately can think that they're not being very smart. So I think if in Girl Scouting, when we gather the girls together, that we can just ask a simple question on, what did you learn today? What, what excited you today? What did you do that really taught you um, how to learn or, what did you learn today that you learned about the outdoors? Or did you see a bird that you didn't know? So try to identify some areas outside of the educational realm. It doesn't have to be math, science, and social studies. It can be tree identification or geology, something as simple as collecting some tadpoles and watching them grow legs and becoming frogs. So just, I think, if leaders will take what they love and are enthusiastic about learning and understanding and just share that with the girls so the girls feel they're still growing and they will not lose confidence in their own 
mental um, attainment. The other issue that's very high on the list of a lot of researchers is we're seeing that girls and um, uh, some adults are experiencing significant weight gain. Many girls have gained weight and turned to unhealthy eating habits, particularly high carbohydrates and ultra processed foods. And um, they're easy, they're quick, and they're also instantly gratifying for a girl to eat, but they also come loaded with lots of calories. And with girls having a little less active lifestyle, they're not getting in and off the bus, even climbing the stairs to get up in the bus or move from class to class. Um, they're experiencing and reporting a less active lifestyle. And according to Facebook, there were about a half a million users. 50% of them reported both weight gain and lower activity level due to COVID. And um, there's an average of 15 pounds that um, a lot of girls are, are gaining. So if a leader during her virtual meeting can just say to the girls, let's, let's stand up and do a little jumping jack or let's stand up and raise our hand in the air or let's just move around a little bit. Let's walk around the table and do something silly. It doesn't have to be much, but we do know that if you get that, that blood flowing, get, get your metabolism going, it also heightens your attitude and your energy level. So that's a really simple thing that leaders can do. And I think to have the honest dialogue with girls about what have you been eating? You know, how about keeping a menu log, uh, a foods log of what kind of foods you've been eating and have a dialogue about not necessarily the weight gain, but what are some healthy eating and diet choices for girls? Are they eating their vegetables and their fruits? Every single diet tells us that more vegetables and more fruits is a healthier um, diet. So just a simple dialogue like that. And you have to wonder too that um, in combination with the um, loss of the sense of structure, which can make girls feel um, insecure or worried, that in combination with the weight gain, in combination with the lack of friendship, that could be really, these all are kind of compounding, you know, they all add up together to really impact a girl. So, you know, it's, it's think about thinking about them in combination, not just in isolation. Oh, totally. And, you know, girls are typically so caring and thoughtful. And during this time, many girls are worried about the economic challenges for their family. Um, the effects of poverty, you know, if a parent has lost their job, not that that throws them into a poverty um, level, but that isolation and worry, they can be fearful of that. They can be, they can have a fear of dying themselves or a loved one dying. And um, what's really sad is that girls that are already disadvantaged or in a lower socioeconomic family, they are impacted to a far greater degree. Um, and we know that girls are more likely to care for siblings, be asked to care for siblings, which can take away from some of their own personal time. And also elderly, people look to women and girls to take care of others. And that in itself can cause some concern, some fear, now we have some good news. Some girls who 
were previously very tightly scheduled. Um, their lives were um, filled with lots of activities, are feeling more relaxed and less stress. But those girls are the minority. We have a real obligation to girls who are experiencing higher levels of stress and anxiety to really try to help them through this so they can thrive through COVID. So what do you think are the big implications for these research findings that we've had? Um, I know that we've alluded to them a little bit as we've been talking and you mentioned that we as Girl Scouts have this obligation, but can you kind of expand on that a little bit? Well, I think just giving leaders permission to meet with girls, even if it's a half an hour. If you think a girl feels isolated, if she just has a touch point to be able to see her friends, to wave at her friends, to send a virtual hug, doesn't have to be anything outrageously organized. It can just be a, a half an hour, 40 minute long um, meeting where they get to talk about some of these things. I, I, I have a real concern about one of the high priorities or the higher issues on the list and that's sexually and gender-based violence is a major concern. And sometimes just having girls have the ability to reach out to an adult that cares about them, there can be some you know, reassurance and help are around that very troubling activity. Um, we have um, lots of virtual programs at Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan that girls can link into every afternoon at three o'clock. There are virtual programs released. There are fabulous things in our, in our program book called The Source. And I would suggest that parents sit down with their daughters and look through that book together just that act in itself says, as a parent, or a leader could do it virtually with her girls or do it in a park around picnic tables, appropriately distanced, to say, let's just look through this together. I value you. I respect your opinion. What in here do you think would be really fun and stimulating to do in the source? It's a simple thing, but use that as a resource, as a connector, as a dialogue, as a discussion starter, um, to see what girls are really interested in doing. And I, I think that um, the source in particular, first of all, it would give girls something new to look forward to, something new to be excited about. But I think also a lot of the programs can serve as a way for parents to connect with their girls in a way that maybe they have been butting heads or not getting along super well during this season of quarantine and this could be a fun new way for you to spend quality time with your girls. Oh totally. Some leaders have done Pictionary, bingo, draw, played games, just gotten on the on on the internet and connected with their girls and that dose of laughter that those girls get and the leaders it just feeds your soul. And everybody needs that so badly. And I think that a virtual scavenger hunt, just a break in the routine would help parents and daughters relationship because they just have a little breather for a while and um, they're with another caring adult, their Girl Scout leader. I think too, one misconception that a lot of um, adults have is that a virtual 
experience isn't the same and therefore it's not as good or as high quality. Um, and I think at least my experience has been with girls that they're so connected to technology anyway, that getting on a Zoom call or a FaceTime call with their girlfriends is almost just the same as being in person with them. Um, I know you've met virtually with girls too. Has that been your experience? Oh, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, they were thrilled. Some of the girls said, what's your favorite flower? And they said, will you show us your garden? So I just reversed the camera on the computer and I walked around. I mean, they saw my hoses laying on the ground, but they were mesmerized with all the flowers in the garden. Something as simple as, you know, one of the things I did at Camp Reimagine with the girls was, how do you make a compost pile? So here I am, you know, showing them, well, you take the potato peels and the carrot peels and the end of the celery stalk, and here are some worms and here's some straw and here's how you do it. And the biggest review was I just hopped on, we, we live on a, a flower farm. I hopped on my tractor and showed them how to dig a hole with our, with our farm tractor. And the girls just thought that was amazing. Well, that was so simple for me. I mean, I drive the tractor all the time, so it didn't seem like a big deal. That's what I'm saying for leaders just to try it. And for leaders to model um, courage, Yes, you might not feel comfortable with Zoom, but we have a responsibility to our girls to model fearlessness and mindfulness. Mindfulness because we really care that we need to do something for girls that they need, but fearlessness and courage to tackle Zoom or whatever platform you feel comfortable using and get online with those girls, connect them, get online with them because you could really help relieve some general anxiety. We have girls right now, according to some national therapists, um, societies and organizations, that they're seeing an increased incidence of depression and um, general anxiety related to COVID itself and the quarantine. And um, counselors are really reporting a heightened need for support for girls. And that's something as simple as just trying Zoom and so you hit the wrong button. It doesn't matter, you can all laugh about it because in Girl Scouts we learn from our mistakes. So I'm hoping that leaders that hear this will become just courageous um, social media users and have fun with it, just have so much fun. You can just be goofy. You should have heard the girls squealing when I grabbed up the, uh, the worms from the from the bottom of the garden under some straw and the girls were squealing. It was so fun. Who would imagine? So um, I, the other thing I did was, and I just take it for granted, one of my hobbies is painting. And so the, the week of um, art in nature, I thought, I'll just go up to my studio and put the camera up there. The girls had these profoundly interesting questions. I didn't even need to worry about what I was going to present, although I had, I had this little outline and what I wanted to learn. And they started asking questions and I just stuck my paintbrush in a, in a jar of water and started showing them colors and techniques. And it was really driven. It was really girl led. It was driven by the questions that they asked. So I think let go of some of that worry and organization and needing to make it 
more complex and orderly than we think and let the girls help guide you. Because that's what they're used to on social media. And it doesn't have to be very, you know, high tech or fancy. I mean, I think I drew some squiggles, squiggles on a piece of paper and talked about colors and primary colors and different kinds of watercolors. And they were thrilled. And my husband was downstairs and he heard them giggling and asking the questions when I came downstairs. He was like, that was amazing. Those girls were amazing. And I think that's what leaders will find when they connect with their girls, gather your girls, get those girls registered so they have a sense of structure. That sense of structure could be, I'm registered for Girl Scouts for next fall. Right now, I'm registered. Get them feeling that sense of structure that sometimes Girl Scouting is that only, is their only constant in their life. And now more than ever, because of COVID and this virus, these girls need that consistency. And Girl Scouting could be that. And if you need help, reach out to our help desk. We have lots of people that will help you. We're here to answer questions. You can call and leave a message day or night. We'll get back to you. We'll connect you with your membership specialist. We're working really hard to stay available for volunteers so that volunteers can help girls. Absolutely. And I think in addition to providing that sense of um, structure and security is that getting back involved with your Girl Scout troop can give girls that uh, adult role model that perhaps has been missing in their life for the last few months. You know, we never know what happens at home behind closed doors and um, being that, that person for the girls in your troop. Uh, totally true. I, I said it very well. Thank you, Brenna. Yeah, so I have one more question for you, Jan. Um, and oh, it's good. related to um, curiosity, because we as a staff have been focusing a lot on curiosity as we've navigated all of the craziness that has come our way. Um, and so how would you describe the importance of encouraging curiosity in a girl-led way um, for girls in your troop? Well, we know that curiosity is closely linked to a girl's success in her future. So the ability for a girl to learn how to ask a question and know that an adult's gonna give her uh, a respectful answer, is gonna accommodate her question, whether you know the answer or not, is the, the most important thing we can do is teach girls to ask questions. And on top of that, of course, Girl Scout leaders, the number one first step that we need to be to be a great leader and a great inspiration of girls is a role model. So the very first thing you need to do is just be curious yourself. So um, I will tell you when I was talking about the compost pile, I had no idea what I was gonna find it, but we went out in the flower garden and I picked up a big bale of straw and looked under there. And to my surprise, there was nothing under there. Um, I was hoping for a snake or something very exciting, but it didn't happen. But the girls were just happy to see like this, you know, expecting anticipation. So I think the anticipation of like trying to figure like, what is it we're most curious about? I mean, a whole Girl Scout meeting can just be about curiosity. What do you want to learn more about? What have you always, is there an adult 
that really knows something that you're too quiet or restrained to ask them to share with you. I remember as a girl going to one of my friend's homes and their mom was a, grew orchids and I just loved it, but I was too afraid to, to show interest. And so I think giving our girls permission to ask questions, to show interest, and opening ourselves up and our hobbies and our lives to say, ask, is there anything I do or I know that you'd like to know more about? It's as simple as that. We do know that girls that have a, a household that encourages them to debate, to um, question, to be wildly creative with um, problem solving, they do better. And that's exactly what Girl Scouting does. When it's girl-led, the girls can take you places that you wouldn't even imagine. And that in itself, for me, is a part of curiosity. It's like, ooh, let's see. Let's be curious about where these girls are going to take this. So girl-led in itself can be like a curiosity. I'm always imagining, you know, like, where are they going to take this? Do you know when I did the composting thing and I thought, oh, well, I'll get on the tractor and I'll show them how you dig a big hole because we, we do composting on a big level on the farm. And, um, you know, the girl said, can you get on the tractor and show us how, how it works? So there I am with the, you know, I'm showing my feet and the little ignition switch and the choke and the clutch and the brake and the accelerator. And the girls were mesmerized. Can you show us the dashboard? like the dashboard of the tractor, you know, then they got to see that. So it's like just going where their curiosity leads sometimes is as fun as having it organized and then just being curious. Like, I wonder what the girls are going to ask because you know what? That question never gets old because they always ask something. You have no ideas of it, none whatsoever. Yeah, and I love that that conversation then of like, well, why did you ask that? Or sometimes they'll come right out and tell you, well, I'm wondering because, you know, it's, it's really special. So, um, well, I think you've provided a lot of really great tips and tricks and um, encouragement for our troop leaders to kind of just jump in and make this experience happen for girls this fall. Do you have any other, you know, tips or tricks or advice for our troop leaders right now? Oh, just love those girls. Give them a chance to get together and really listen to what they say. So oftentimes we need to listen more than we speak. And I would hope that you would um, share this podcast, spread it, because more than Girl Scout leaders need to know how we take care of the girls so our world becomes a better place. And I sure thank you for this opportunity, Brenna. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Jan. I think this is going to be a really exciting um, series that we'll have where we can really um, provide our parents and our troop leaders with the knowledge that they need to really um, support our girls during these crazy times when they need us more than ever. So thank you for your time, Jan. Well, you're welcome. And if someone has a fabulous idea, please email us and Tell us your great ideas or your wonderful experience that you had with girls because it's bound to happen. It's, it's, it will happen. You get girls together and great things happen.
Absolutely. Yes. We would always love to hear your success stories and the fun things that are, are happening. Um, you can email marketing at gshon.org and we're happy to um, share that story with our staff and externally and all that good stuff. So thanks again, Jan. Um, and to all of our listeners, thanks for tuning in today. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking that beautiful subscribe button that you see. And then like Jan mentioned, make sure to share it far and wide so that everyone knows the immense power um, that is part of Girl Scouting right now and, and always. So um, be sure to spread this message far and wide. And until our next adventure, be bold, be brave, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. Change the world.